hope, healing, and recovery. Destigmatizing mental health through honest conversations with your host, Brooklyn CEO, Jeff O'Neill. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the inaugural episode of our Hope, Healing, and Recovery podcast. Our intent is to inspire and advocate for mental well-being by engaging in behavioral health discussions with local leaders and community stakeholders, dismantling stigmas along the way. Today we are joined by Don Johns, Executive Director of Potomac Community Services, a nonprofit human service agency serving Allegheny, Carroll, Frederick, and Washington counties. Don, we're thrilled you could join us. Potomac Community Services is such an integral part of the service to Washington County and beyond, and on a personal level, I've enjoyed working with you and the many partnerships that we've been able to try to establish and those that are in the future yet to come. Um, How are you doing? I'm doing great, and thank you for having me today. Didn't realize it was the inaugural episode. Well, your organization is very important to us, and we have a couple of uh, upcoming partnership events that we want to make sure the community is aware of. So you're a logical first choice. Thank you. I'm glad you're doing well, and we're delighted to have you here today. Before we actually start with our discussion, I'd like to start off with a little bit of an icebreaker here. Sure. Um, Can you tell the audience what your favorite self-care routine that never fails to boost your mood might be? water. So whether it's sitting by the water, being in the water, on the boat, on top of the water, whatever it is, just you put me around water and I'm a happy girl. Awesome. So so you're a beach person or a oh, lake yeah. person or a river person and does it matter? All of it. All of the above. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, they say that salt water heals all, but I guess mm-hmm. any kind of water can heal all. So, Don, can you tell us a little bit about Potomac Community Services, Uh, more specifically, what what you guys do and what are your services? Sure. Potomac Community Services really was established in 1999, set up by the Core Service Agency to provide case management services for those with a mental health diagnosis. Um, Since that time, we really have developed our services and we We work with children um, really two, three years old to those that are nearing end of life. So we have really broadened that term case management. A lot of other entities use that word, Um, but we do believe the service delivery model we use is a bit different. Is it fair to say that your service is a bridge to the gaps between uh, other existing services? That's a great word to use, I think. Um, Bridge meaning whether someone's inpatient, you know, here at Brooklyn, or they're receiving outpatient services, whether they need to get to those services, something that we're able to help them do. So bridge is definitely a, that's a good visual too. Uh, Many times traditional services have a segue or a path that leads people into those services, and it's a very rigid criteria. Um, Your service seems to be one that we can call on when we're not sure what to do or how a person's going to get there, how they can navigate the system. Um, Could you walk us through uh, the case management services and what a client could expect to experience with relation to being connected to community resources? Sure. Um, it, It starts with a meeting. 
you know, and most of the time that can happen in their home so they don't have to leave. We sit down, um, obviously, you know, there's some paperwork that you always have to do, get that out of the way, and then really find out what is going on, what do they need help with, and how can we best help them. And then we, we develop a plan from there, making sure that we're going to accomplish everything that they need or want to accomplish within, you know, within reason and to the best of our ability. Absolutely. And as, as we often say, it takes a village. Um, so I, I, Brooklane also provides services that can augment or supplement um, the resources that you're referencing, uh, individuals who need individual counseling, uh, family support and counseling, um, even some medication if needed for to assist with sleep and anxiety and potential depression, which can often accompany the severity of this type of situation. Now, your name changed recently. Can you tell us a little bit about what that means and what that entails? Sure, sure. We're really excited about it. Um, as I said, 1999, so next year will be our 25th anniversary. In preparation of that, we also felt we wanted to rebrand our logo. So what better time to take a look at our name? And we really went from Potomac Case Management Services to Potomac Community Services. So we took out the part of what we do, and we put in the part of who we serve, the, being the community. And, and your expansion out into multiple counties, how did that evolve? That really, um, it's a process for sure. You know, whenever we, we work under a certificate of need in the state of Maryland. So we held that certificate of need in Washington County. And then when two of the other counties came open, um, we applied to be the provider of choice for that. Was awarded it, and then the fourth county, Allegheny County, we recently um, became the provider there. And you know, we're really excited about your presence in Allegheny County <laughs> because uh, Brooklyn uh, has a primary location here in Washington County, a secondary clinic in Frederick County. We just opened one in Allegheny County as well recognizing that that area is underserved, and I, I certainly see other opportunities for us to partner together to meet the needs of the, the, that community as well. Absolutely. That community is very underserved, and we're, we're really excited to be there. Um, we're even excited to hear that Brooklyn was coming because of the amount of um, need and the lack of providers there. Now, if somebody wanted to access your services or a professional might want to make a referral to services, how would that happen? They could call our office, 301-791-3087, or they can go onto our website, potomaccommunityservices.org. And is there specific criteria that would make a person eligible for your services? For the majority of our services, there does need to be a mental health diagnosis and Medicaid. We do have other programs, though. Our geriatric program is really a private pay program. doesn't matter, you know, the diagnosis. Um, and then some of our younger children programs are through specific funders that do not require behavioral health or um, Medicaid insurance. Well, it's an excellent service in all communities that have your presence in it uh, are, are well served, and those where you're not, I'm sure, will miss the services and see potential future opportunities. Thank you. Now, um, our partnerships with Potomac 
case management and now Potomac Community Management. Um, we, this is our third annual event that's coming up for the caregivers event. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, the who, what, when, where, and how? Sure. This event, um, as, as you well know, this this is being funded through a local gentleman. I'll, I'll let you maybe um, speak more to that, and uh, because he comes through way of Brooklyn, but he experienced caregiving. Um, I, for years, have been an advocate for caregiving in my previous uh, work in the medical field before coming into the mental health field. Always uh, had a sense of how do caregivers do this, right? It's one thing to be the person going through the illness, whatever it may be, but how do you be the person who's who's the one standing by, watching it? How are you the person who's up all night taking care of them? You're maybe trying to maintain work. Um, so I always felt myself drawn to trying to help caregivers. That's exactly what this resource fair is designed to do. So we're bringing together many community-based services along with a few speakers on November 10th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the EM Tobias Family Center, which happens to be the building um, Potomac Community Services owns. And we have a host of tenants that already reside in that building, as well as it's frequented by many people living in the community. Uh, an excellent service that's been provided free to the community as well. Um, November is National Family Caregivers Month, and in recognition of that, that's why November, I believe, was chosen for this event um, and why it continues to occur. Uh, you referenced uh, the person that's funding it, uh, Bill Hunsberger. Uh, Bill has been a champion out here at Brooklyn. He's a clinical social worker by trade and uh, a nationally ranked pickleball player as well. But uh, mental health has always been a passion of his. He had a life journey that led him down the path of uh, becoming a caregiver to his wife, um, who had a cognitive disorder, uh, Alzheimer's, dementia. And uh, as that happened, uh, he saw a great gap. And by uh, funding this project, um, he's now trying to provide assistance to others who might be seeking resources or feeling like they might be walking that path alone, truly know that they're not. So thank you for bringing up Bill. Yeah, Bill's, a, Bill's been a wonderful champion to the event and a, a great friend of Brooklyn. What kind of impact do you feel that this type of event has on the community? Well, I think you've already um, alluded to being alone. Certainly as a caregiver, I think that they can feel very isolated during the time of COVID, that isolation became even greater. So the fact that we've been able to host this event along with Brook Lane these past couple of years, I think has really been some of the first opportunities for caregivers to get out, to learn more, and then to, to be able to really grasp that idea, I'm not alone. Because when you're at home, you're taking care of someone, you're doing what absolutely has to be done, there's not a lot of time. And so that, that idea of, oh, there are other people going through what I'm going through, or, oh, there are other people who can help me. I don't have to bear this alone. I think that impact um, it is just invaluable to people. Yeah, it, it is a valuable resource. And I've seen it in action the last two years. And I'm actually excited to be at this third one as well. 
So when this event has occurred in the past, um, there are many positive stories that have emerged about individuals who didn't realize that there was support out there. Um, any stories that you would like to share with us? I think that there is one in particular that really stands out. And a longtime um, friend and advocate of caregiving, um, Dr. David Baker, brought a gentleman that he knew was giving um, and providing care in his home for his wife with a cognitive disorder. And he, um, he really had to kind of like, you know, pull and tug and say, no, you really need to come to this event. Um, as, you, as you can imagine, I think particularly with men, sometimes admitting that, you know, caregiving is something that they need help with. And this gentleman was no different. He um, really was a little bit apprehensive. One, apprehensive to leave his wife. And two, just not, you know, wanting to, you know, he just thought what he was going through was this is just what he had to go through. And so um, David was able to convince him to come to the event and his eyes were opened. His eyes were open to the fact that, you know, he's not the only person that's going through this. Um, that he, he saw a lot of people laughing and crying because that's what happens when you get caregivers together. They, um, you know, they very quickly, they start, you know, talking about their journeys. And so um, even in some of the craziest stories, you know, you, you can find some laughter and um, just, just that, that, um, feeling of community and sense of not being alone, I think, was tremendous. What a great story and, and a touching story yeah. as well for somebody who didn't realize the resource was there, went to right. your event, and now got connected and has additional support. Yeah. That's the whole purpose. Yep, it is. Fantastic. Can you talk a little bit about the speakers or the keynote speaker at this event? Yes. So in addition to this being a resource fair, it is, we're also having um, two presentations. The first one is by Brooklyn's very own uh, chief medical officer, Dr. Hahn. And I would, I would just say, what an opportunity to be able to come and hear a doctor. Um, one hour of his time where he's going to be able to talk about some of the medications, the potential side effects. Um, what do you as a caregiver need to let your doctor know about, whether that's at the appointment or between appointments? Um, and then just some really down-to-earth down to ways of how do you take care of yourself as a caregiver? Because if you become ill as a caregiver, who's going to take care of the care recipient now? You know, that, so that's something we always have to be thinking about as a caregiver. You know, I have to take care of myself, although it's many times the last thing that so I think that's going to be a great presentation from him. The second presentation is actually a panel, and it's going to have the Washington County Commission on Aging there, the Washington County Health Department um, Adult Evaluation Review, AIRS Services, and then Hospice of Washington County. Again, all tremendous resources in the community. So people will be able to hear firsthand, like, how do I get connected? What is the service exactly? I think one of the frustrating things for caregivers is first of all, they don't know who to call. And depending on who they call first, whether or not they truly get connected to everything that they potentially be, could be connected to in the community. So that's really important to be able to come to one event and have access to all these different services is, is a tremendous opportunity. For anyone who's caregiving now or going to be a caregiver in the future, maybe they kind of see it coming ahead. You know, mom or dad is starting to fail a little bit. 
um, being proactive is probably one of the wisest things you can do when it comes to being a caregiver. Such a great conversation, and we're so grateful, Dawn, that you could join us and for what you and your organization does for our community. And thank you to all of our first-time listeners. Don't forget to visit the Caring for the Caregivers Resource Fair coming up on Friday, November 10th from 10 to 3 p.m. at the E.M. Tobias Family Atrium on 324 East Antietam Street in Hagerstown. Join us next time on Hope, Healing, Recovery for a more honest conversation with what's going on in our community about mental health.